You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Brian Burke, Vice President of Marketing for Seco Logistics. As retailers and manufacturers look to separate themselves from their competitors, many turn to emphasizing their white glove service to make their marks. However, the more complex the delivery distribution is, the more involved that white glove service becomes. Brian Burke of Seco joins us to talk about how white glove service is changing the marketplace and what companies need to do to keep their hands in the game. Joining me this morning is Brian Burke of Seco. Brian, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast this morning. Great to be here. Brian, can you give our audience an introduction to who you are again? Uh, you are a return guest, so uh, thank you for that. But um, for those of our audience who are joining us for the first time, can you give us a little bit about you and your role with Seco? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Brian Burke, uh, Vice President of Marketing for Seco Logistics. Uh, Seco is uh, a freight forwarder in 3PL, been around since 1976. Uh, but more recently, we've uh, developed solutions uh, in the omnichannel logistics and white glove spaces uh, as it relates especially to demand chain management, matching uh, more of uh, the logistics processes for our clients uh, to better match uh, changing trends and um, changing demands. Uh, so, so this is uh, part of our technology-enabled logistics solutions uh, that we provide for clients both in the United States uh, and uh, around the world. Great. Now, uh, let's talk about that term, white glove. When, uh, when I hear white glove, I, I, I picture a uh, stuffy butler with the uh, catering tray and the big dome. So what exactly is white glove service? Uh, yeah, so white glove, uh, I guess if you ask 10 different people what white glove means, you might get 10 different answers. But, you know, for us, uh, when we work with our clients and, and, and discuss uh, white glove solutions with our clients, it usually involves um, anything that's uh, uh, complex in nature, uh, especially as it relates to domestic uh, transportation. But it could be, of course, global in nature as well. Um, and, and this is in particular, you know, whenever you have a box or a crate or a carton going from A to B, um, that, that point-to-point move is a pretty simple move um, and traditionally handled by, you know, the LTL and FTL carriers. Uh, but, but when it comes to white glove, this is when you add complexity. What does that mean? Complexity means um, in the retail world, when you're delivering a white glove delivery, uh, let's say to a consumer's home, uh, you're, you're oftentimes uh, dealing with uh, removing the trash and the debris. You're, you're putting it into the room of uh, the consumer's choice. Um, you could be also powering the device on because more and more devices are are are, are becoming uh, online or smart devices. Um, you're you're plugging it in. You're checking to make sure that it works. Um, you could be doing some light assembly as well, um, uh, or even uh, full full on assembly. You know the difference that we always use in the retail world. Uh, is the difference between a, a treadmill and an elliptical machine. Um, a treadmill is pretty easy to put together, but an elliptical, um, that takes a little more work. Um, so, so, you know, and, but that's just in the B2C space, in the retail uh, and e-commerce world. Um, you know, on the manufacturing side, whether it's ATM machines or whether it's kiosks, whether it's medical devices, um, whether it's retail uh, displays or other point-of-sale equipment, whether it's high-tech servers, networking equipment, telecommunications equipment, uh, you know, th- there's a uh, rising demand for 
uh, white glove services that, uh, you know, the complexity there usually involves meeting with an on-site contact, meeting with an installer. Um, so you're coordinating both people as well as products. Uh, and so as you can imagine, if a delivery date or if a delivery window changes, you know, many people need to be notified or informed. You need also uh, in all cases, you need special equipment. You can't just use regular trucks. You need to have air ride equipment. You need to have lift gates. Um, oftentimes, these deliveries are to places um, with no docks. Uh, so you need to be able to um, be creative and versatile and creative uh, when, when it comes to these, uh, the, these deliveries. So uh, I, I would say complexity usually defines white glove deliveries, white glove solutions, and the more complex um, a, a delivery or a distribution is, uh, the more white glove in nature it becomes. So what markets are you currently serving that uh, involve white glove service? Uh, so uh, some of the ones I just mentioned, uh, the retail space, definitely. Seco handles more than a, a million uh, uh, heavyweight, uh, bulky item home deliveries in the United States last year, um, a rising percentage of that uh, being white glove in nature. So, you know, we're, we're delivering to the room of choice. We're, we're unpacking, removing the debris, um, turning it on, making sure it works, doing some light assembly, et cetera. Um, but we're also managing uh, white glove solutions uh, in the medical device space uh, uh, with our MedTech Solutions Group, also high tech. You know, these could be servers or, or racks or towers uh, going into data centers, which are, are rising in, in demand uh, and quantity. But we're also uh, managing and handling uh, white glove solutions for uh, the aerospace uh, industry, uh, as well as telecommunications um, and other types of display products, whether it be trade shows, retail displays, uh, merchandising. These could be end caps or, or kiosks themselves, um, and, and even uh, down to hardware equipment like laptops uh, and computers. Uh, going back to the retail uh, sector for a second, you mentioned all of that complexity, room of choice and all of that stuff. Has White Glove service changed for retail specifically, or, or how is it changing if it is continuing to evolve? Oh, definitely. Uh, it, it, and and you can point to technology as, as the reason for the change and the shift. Every device, is, every item that is being ordered is, is becoming a, a smart device. Um, in many cases, uh, you know, you, you see exercise equipment especially uh, these days that are that are all online that are delivering uh, uh, subscription content to consumers uh, that so when you're delivering the item um, the the it's more than just turning it on it's also connecting it to the consumer's Wi-Fi network um, this is considered part of the white glove experience um, it's becoming very much a high touch uh, experience it's uh, uh, it, it is becoming more of an experience than a delivery because, you know, there, there's expectations upon the consumer, especially for those that uh, do select white glove deliveries, which in many cases are upcharges. So the consumer is paying for this experience. It's a convenience factor. Um, and as more and more of the percentage of total retail sales uh, comes from e-commerce, um, this not only is the technology changing the requirements of white glove deliveries, but the volume uh, and intensity of e-commerce purchases is creating more of a demand um, outright for these types of services. What about in the manufacturing space? How does the white glove service translate there, and how is that changing? 
Sure. Uh, you know, again, I, I have to point to uh, uh, technology, but there are a number of factors, a uh, number of headwinds that are being, I guess, uh, forced uh, by technology. Um, the biggest one is the fact that today you can have um, kiosks uh, in 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 really kind of anywhere you'd like with uh, with solar power, with battery technologies that are out there. Um, you can have these kiosks that perform a, a number of functions, whether they be um, mobile office kiosks or um, whether they be point-of-sale kiosks. They, they can really be placed anywhere now. So uh, you could have uh, the, the freedom and flexibility uh, as a brand or a manufacturer to uh, to place your 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 product or point of sale kiosk uh, anywhere uh, really uh, in the country, uh, and so we're seeing more of this uh, demand uh, with the rise of this technology that uh, you're going to see uh, more kiosks at uh, convenience stores, at airports, at train stations, um, you know, in shopping malls. You're seeing this rise in in the technology that's giving the flexibility to provide. Um, these types of deliveries uh, ultimately anywhere. And previously where, you know, there there wasn't really um, items being delivered. So, um, you know, technology is creating an environment where uh, mobility uh, is, uh, is, is becoming an asset uh, and being able to deliver and, and, but most importantly, to be able to uh, provide maintenance and support and service parts and um, uh, end of life cycle uh, uh, reverse logistics uh, you know, managing consignment inventory uh, wherever these items may be, because what if an item, what if a kiosk goes offline? Um, these are all becoming, uh, you know, incredibly important as well. As you can't just deliver 100 kiosks around the country. You need to manage them. You need to maintain them. You need to make sure that the parts are are there when the uh, the, the the device goes down. Uh, but but this is also uh, increasing um, with with medical devices. You know, you don't have uh, a lot of these. Uh, uh, surgery C-arm equipments or ultrasound devices uh, that are, you know, the, the size of a room anymore. These, these in and of themselves are, are more mobile, which is, which is great. Uh, I mean, the, uh, it's great to be uh, alive, uh, you know, in these days because, you know, the, the medical equipment and medical technology uh, is, is rising to a point that it's uh, uh, creating um, uh, the devices that we have today that are so mobile and so agile, but that makes them so much more fragile as well in, in the transportation. Uh, sure, you don't need cranes anymore to transport, you know, MRI equipment, et cetera, but you do still need to treat it with um, uh, control and care. With the added mobility of these devices, the, none of these devices were built um, or, or uh, packaged uh, to be transported thousands of miles on an LTL truck. I mean, they just weren't. Um, you know, they're sensitive machines, and they require uh, sensitive uh, uh, transportation solutions, which is where the white glove nature uh, comes, comes into play. Um, but, you, you know, you also have just with the rising number of data centers that are out there, so again, technology-enabled, uh, um, right, so you have more data centers, more uh, requirements for servers to be moved around not only the U.S., but around the world. Um, that in and of itself has its own implications for import of record and export of record requirements, especially in places like Japan and Hong Kong and Singapore, where a lot of data centers are. And, you know, software companies today, they're global in nature. So um, they do need to have uh, an infrastructure all around the world, and they do need to be shipping servers uh, back and forth. But you can't just go to a data center and, and drop off a package. It needs to have static-free 
packaging. Uh, it needs to. You need to schedule appointments. You need to know and and have familiarity with the data centers that you're delivering to. Uh, th- these are all the changing requirements that you know 20 years ago or even 10 years ago didn't really exist. But now it's 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 a booming industry, and uh, uh, as such, uh, the nature of white glove continues uh, continues to evolve. And and these are just some of the examples. You know, I I really could go on and on. Where when 3G becomes 4G and 4G becomes 5G, you know, all these cell phone towers they they need to be refurbished. They need to be replaced. New ones need to be installed. Um, these all involve and require uh, white glove like solutions. Uh, and it, it, it's pretty incredible because you know um, you know in our industry there was a, a collective uh, panic when. Um, you know, everything moved online, right? Because uh, now we're not shipping DVDs anymore. Um, but what we are shipping are servers uh, and, and other networking and hardware equipment. Um, and again, that has been uh, due to the rise, uh, rise in technology. Um, and, and, and the last piece I'll just close out with, when it, you know, when it comes to what's changing, it goes back a bit to retail, but when, when it comes to brands, uh, in, in and of themselves, when when you know over the past sixty to eighty years, they've been advertising on television, and every year uh, the advertising spending has gone up, and advertising agencies have been managing the spend. Well, about five years ago, uh, that peaked, and now it's going down, and it's going down dramatically. And the reason for that, as you can imagine, is nobody's watching commercials anymore. Uh, they, they just aren't. And so brands need to find and are finding uh, more creative ways to get their brand in front of consumers. And oftentimes that involves experiential um, uh, marketing uh, projects that involve creating temporary displays and kiosks wherever consumers go, wherever there are crowds, whether they be concerts or, like I mentioned before, train stations, airports, et cetera, football games, baseball games, et cetera. Uh, so, you know, when you're moving product all around and you're moving these displays and, and you're creating a roadshow atmosphere, the logistics work that goes behind that uh, is, is rather incredible. I mean, we're talking, you know, closing down streets in some cases. That is rising as well because brands do need to get their, um, you know, their name in front of uh, consumers. Now, I will admit I'm partial to those experiences. I, I enjoy them much more than commercials. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, the technology is not going to stop. It's going to keep changing and developing. So uh, what kind of trends are, are going to be coming down the line for the future of White Glove? Because if it's going to keep up with that technology, it's, it's got to stay well ahead of that pace. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I do think that one of the most powerful, I, I guess, new technologies uh, that's, uh, I, I think, going to quietly change uh, at least the, the logistics spaces uh, is what's being called the Internet of Things. You know, as, as all of these smart devices uh, and smart equipment are being delivered, um, what is also possible and is becoming increasingly reality is there's always a finished goods installation of an item. Um, but what's more complex sometimes, um, and, and maybe less white glove in nature, is, is the parts that are uh, needed to keep that uh, device going. A perfect example is a, um, is a copy machine. Um, you know, copy machines have been around a while. You know, that's nothing new as it relates to white glove. Um, but when you're delivering a copy machine, you you better have the right equipment. You better 
uh, be able to have a lift gate because you're probably not delivering to a, a building that has a dock door. Um, but, you know, if these are online now, you know, and if you are the one purchasing uh, these, uh, these copiers, and let's say you need 10 copiers for your, for your office, um, you historically needed to buy a, a lot of toner uh, because you needed to have uh, inventory uh, on hand, uh, you know, if and when the toner is needed because the last thing um, as, a, as a, you know, let's say a purchasing manager, the last thing you need is to be out of toner completely. Um, then nobody can print. Uh, but, but if the copier can notify you when it's going to be low, and then that notification automatically uh, creates a pick ticket in a warehouse somewhere that uh, automatically ships the item. Um, you, you, you're creating a self-sustaining um, spare parts uh, or parts replenishment uh, supply chain, or, or in this case, really demand chain, because you're truly matching um, inventory uh, and supply to demand. In a situation where, um, you know, if everything runs smoothly, um, you don't need inventory. And so that dramatically reduces your inventory carrying costs. Uh, so imagine what that looks like uh, in any device, anywhere, uh, where, you know, a, an automatic uh, end-of-life cycle notification is sent. So um, devices aren't breaking down anymore because um, they're letting uh, uh, managers and technicians know um, when they're getting to the end of their uh, traditional life. Uh, and, and then a replacement device is, is sent out automatically. Um, this, is, this is where uh, the, the industry is going, uh, and it's creating a, a world that is matching better <clears throat> demand to supply uh, and vice versa. And uh, at least on the manufacturing side, I think is going to be uh, very interesting because you know, toner is expensive. We all know that. <laughs> so, so if you can reduce your uh, need to have more toner than you need today, um, that, that creates a very efficient uh, supply chain and what we're increasingly calling a demand chain. Excellent information. Uh, Brian, where can our audience go to get more information about SECO and their white glove services? Sure, yeah. Just uh, go to www.secologistics.com. That's S-E-K-O, logistics, all one word, dot com. Uh, and under services, you'll find uh, a lot of information about our white glove solutions. Uh, we also have uh, a few case studies available on our website under case studies at the top. Uh, and uh, feel free to uh, peruse any of the solutions we've uh, delivered for any of our uh, clients we've published. Uh, and we look forward to engaging uh, with uh, anyone and everyone that uh, has white glove needs. Brian, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Oh, great. Thanks again for having me. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get il. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game.